Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, you can get free carpet installation from the Home Depot. So while we're putting in your new carpet, you'll have more time to take care of the lawn. Get started on dinner. Or just lay down and relax on your new carpet after it's installed. Ah. Get your free carpet installation started with the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Minimum purchase of $4.99. Exclusions apply. U.S. only. See store for details. there, everybody. Welcome back mm. to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. We are back, back again with another classic episode. Uh, this time we're doing Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. Uh, any thoughts on this? The first thing I'll just say is this was uh, late in our run, in our first run. Yeah. So listening to this, I just thought, audio, not bad. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't need to okay. overly apologize for the sound. Sounds okay. Uh, um, I want to apologize that uh, I, as I was just saying to these guys moments ago, I sound so full of life. Uh, <laughs> I very, sound very upbeat. Uh, the, the last couple of years have beaten me Man. down. Man. Found very tired. But other, real, other than that, yeah. it's a what real do you mean? Everything's great. <laughs> I was just saying, it's like it's like a, in a Tron Tower movie. You go back in time, you see your younger self. And That's you're like, right. What happened? Yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> it's the audio equivalent of that. But anyway, let's talk itsy bitsy teeny witty yell polka dot bikini. Well, I will say this, not to be self congratulatory, but I believe mm-hmm. I came up with it. It's one of my favorite opening lines. I remember hearing it and being like, "This is hilarious." Yeah. So hopefully everybody else will enjoy it as well. I'm not going to give it away. If you haven't heard it, I'm not going to give it away. We have a lot of new listeners. This song, which it's, it's weird to keep saying its full name, but um, it's a bitsy I think you have to. Bikini. I mean, this one is super fun. Uh, it's for the summer, perfectly thematically resonant. Yep. Um, you're welcome, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I had forgotten that, um, just that we made the the person singing. He's like a bully who's like <laughs> picking, <laughs> picking on the poor girl, and then. Uh, the girl, the you the know, I'm girl. sure the mean girl is my favorite part. The mean girl, yes. So the the girl who says one, two, three, four, tell us what she wore. Um, which I'm sure in the recording of the song they never gave a, a moment's thought no. to like the logic behind it. But I love that we cast her as the mean girl who was like egging on yeah. <laughs> the bully and be like, mm, tell us what she wore. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is really funny. Tell everybody, so, tell everybody what she wore. Good, yeah, Everyone's exactly. Here. So good for us. Um, yeah, I mean the only the only other thing that caught me by surprise is how quickly I ended 
the first segment. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, all right, we're done. Moving on. And I was kind of think, good. Bye. Yeah, yeah. I know we must. We we must. We were such a rush back then. Now we just let it all hang out. Who cares? Whatever. Yeah. You um, know. You'd think we'd be more in a hurry now. Exactly. No, we got more to say now. That's what it is. Exactly. We, exactly. We've got more tangents now. Cool. Any other thoughts on this before we let the good people hear it? Nope. It's a great summer song. All right. Well, everyone, sit back, soak in the sun, soak in your uh, entirely too small bikini, uh, and enjoy Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini, and we'll be back at the end. Um, excuse me. Do you have this in an extra extra largey wargy? This week on the Story Song Podcast. I hear the tale of love is Three friends who took All the songs that tell a story. It's the Story Song Podcast. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Michael Gazelle. And I'm Rachel Oaks. Each and every week, we bring you the wonderful world of a story song. And this week, it's going to be... Hold on. Let me look. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini mm-hmm. by Brian Highland. Because uh, it's the summer, you guys. Yeah, you guys. Yay. Right? You guys been hanging out. On, you guys you know? been hanging out at the beach all summer. You know? Right? Being unsure about your body. <laughs> right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> These so, are all these are all summertime activities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that we know well. Yeah, you know? exactly. I always like the uh the the I mean I guess it's very similar to the song. But the girl who would put on the bikini mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then spend the entire time at the beach in the giant t shirt. And I was like, why don't you just <laughs> what's with the <laughs> why yeah, the, but, the uh the bathing suit on at all? But just you don't try the giant But you don't t-shirt. understand the, the Donald Duck oversized yeah. t shirt compliments <laughs> I see. the yes. bikini underneath. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, It's an ensemble. (laughs) (laughs) They actually, they sell all that together. Yeah. Yeah, sure. (laughs) As one piece. Sure. It's the low (laughs) self-esteem. Yeah. Uh, Combo pack. Available in in Donald Duck. (laughs) Uh, Cow with sunglasses. Sure. Also, your high school's lacrosse team. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. So, uh, so Michael, why don't you tell us the, uh, the story of uh, what I'm going to call I-B-T-W-Y-P-D-B. <laughs> As many people have called it before. Sure. sure. Um, it's just easier. Yeah. Well, ib 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 ibdwaipukta. All right? Ibdwaipukta. Yeah. I think that's it. It just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> it sure does. It's so uh, much simpler that way. <laughs> this is the story of a girl who um, goes to the beach and goes into the locker and – or locker room, I guess mm-hmm. – Changes into a um, uh, a bikini. Yeah, um, it's 1960. Uh, can I can I stop you right there? Yeah, sure. If you had to describe the bikini, <laughs> what words might you use? I would use first two sets of rhyming words. Okay, okay, and then two other descriptive words. Okay, um, it would be itsy bitsy. Okay. Teeny weeny, mm-hmm. just to give you an idea of how small this bikini is. Yeah, because there aren't those synonyms. <laughs> yes, um, and then uh, it is yellow with polka dots. Okay, all right, mm-hmm. all right, good to know. So to she know. Uh, she's never worn good it before. Yeah, she goes into the locker room at the beach mm-hmm. and changes into it. Okay, and instantly says, "Well, yeah, I can't wear this. I should have brought another one." Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, I wish I had that Donald Duck t-shirt now. <laughs> right? Yeah. I wish I had. I, I, they I offered made, it to me. I made fun of that Donald Duck t-shirt at the store. <laughs> and here I am. Yeah. Uh, now, I, now I felt silly. Yeah. Fool me once. <laughs> um, so she uh, she's terrified to go out of the locker room. But she does. Mm-hmm. And then she gets to the beach. I imagine she gets there as fast as possible and just wraps herself up in a blanket. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's what you want to do is you want to sit on the beach yep. in the hot sun yep. under a blanket. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Roasting. Yeah. Um, and again, she's afraid that anyone will see her mm-hmm. in her itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. And then finally she gets up the courage to go into the water and she yep. runs into the water. And then she's afraid to get out of the water because people will see her mm-hmm. in her itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. Uh-huh. Um, and as the song ends, um, she's afraid to come out of the water and the poor, poor little girl is turning blue. Mm-hmm. That sounds dangerous. Yeah. So uh, I think at the end she dies. I feel, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like an ambulance. <laughs> <she called. laughs> yeah. yeah. She's yeah. turning blue and saying, I don't know why you, you think I'm cold. I feel so warm. Now I'm asleep. They, I mean, the actual end of the song is uh, f- her telling everyone, yeah, I was, uh, I was technically dead. For, for 20 <laughs> minutes, and that's why I talk like this now. <laughs> she was afraid to come out of the locker She was as nervous as she could be. She was afraid to come out of the locker She was afraid that somebody would say, Two, three, four, tell the people what she wore. It was an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today. An itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka dot bikini, so in the locker she wanted to stay. We were told uh, she was afraid to come out of the locker, mm-hmm. um, which, not the locker room. Right. So I'm I, feeling like she had been stuffed into a locker. Yeah, or either that or she's on You Can't Do That on Television. Yeah. And it's going to pop out with a joke, possibly. Yeah. She's placed at the beaches of Canada. <laughs> <clears throat> it's like the, you know, I mean, when you go to Robert Moses or Jones Beach. Sure. You have to, like, have Local reference. Little, yep. I feel little. like uh, if, if you were doing a concert, people would cheer right now. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that I can hear when people are watching this, listening to this mm-hmm. at home. And then I hear because I, we are we're distance. recording this live at uh, at Jones Beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what you don't know. Amphitheater <laughs> at the Jones Beach Theater. Yep, she's he's she's just like I'm in a locker. I can't. I'm in a locker, and he's like, "You're in a locker. Why right. are you in a locker? Yeah. No, you don't understand. It's like a changing room. I don't know. All I heard was locker. Yeah. Get yourself out of that damn locker. Yeah, she was actually in a locket. Yeah, she's very very tiny. Very tiny. Yeah, and she has <laughs> magical powers. Yep, <laughs> it's a little known fact. Yep. About this person who you don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, she was afraid someone was going to see. I'm going to say this. Uh, almost certainly. Yes. At least mm-hmm. one person. If you were on a crowded beach, if you come out of that locker room, somebody's going to see. Yeah. And uh, having been a teenage boy, if you're wearing a tiny bikini, oh, uh, even more chance someone's going to notice you. Yeah. I'm going to say <laughs> yeah. that. And maybe someone elbows their friend and is like, look at that. Look at that one over there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that could happen. Look at that ass. Donald Duck t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good po- uh, time to point out. <clears throat> I think that right now we're going to work under the assumption, as I have for most of my life, that this is a teenage girl. Yeah, we're gonna. Oh, look, yeah. We're that the song's that being right the song sung by a teenage boy. It's a, it's it's by a girl a teenage, teenage girl. girl. Yeah, yeah, sure. We're gonna let's leave it at that right now. Yeah. We're just gonna leave it at that for you, folks. Okay. okay. <laughs> um. So, 
She was afraid that somebody would see. Yeah. And you know that the guy is like, just come out. Just it's come. not a big... Rocco and Jeanette are waiting for us. <laughs> I assume that's what their names are. Rocco and Jeanette sound like yeah. people that would be hanging out at the beach in Absolutely. the 60s. Look, everyone on the beach is going to start doing the twist pretty soon. So if we don't get down there, we are totally going to miss it. Yeah. I already Ugh. have the perfect place to grab a beach ball. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> going to everyone's gonna start playing uh, beach ball at bingo, whatever that is. Yeah. But I don't want to miss it. It's going to be super exciting. Rocco and Jeanette are already dancing on their surfboards. <laughs> we missed it. <laughs> Hope you're happy. Yeah. Are the surfboards in the water? No. No. Fourth of July is ruined. Yeah. We have to go take a book away from a nerd who's <laughs> reading on the beach and make him gotta, dance, too. I got to go kick sand into his face. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> to I... give him the motivation <laughs> to, to, to bulk up and fight me. I am way behind schedule on this. <laughs> uh, so then, after that, uh, a woman tells us, one, two, three, four, tell the people what you are. Who is this? Mean girl. Who is this other person? Such a mean girl. Yeah, you, you think, think so? so? I think so. Like, oh, tell her what she wore. And she keeps coming back, super... like, like sort of egging him on to, like, no, tell the people all about this girl who doesn't want you to see what she's wearing. Right. Tell them what you wore. Yeah, she yeah. says, wait a minute. Hold on. Don't don't start yet. Right. Don't start yet. <laughs> Hold on. Here comes everybody. One. Okay, stay. Two. Hold on. Three. Everybody's here for tell the people what you want. <laughs> right. Oh my god, you won't believe this. Yeah. <gasps> oh yeah. my god. <laughs> I cannot believe what she was wearing to the beach. You're yeah. the worst, Annette. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeanette. Um, uh, yeah, I mean that's just like yeah, super weird. So you think she's like she's like the 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 female beach bully who's just like waiting for this girl to the come one, out. two, three, four lady? Just so she can point out Oh yeah. Who she's is. Rizzo. She's Rizzo. You think she's yeah. I think she's Rizzo. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, she's just a just a mean girl. She's sitting there. She's like, I look good in my bikini. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my teacher with a cow. <laughs> it fantastic. It is fine. I've got a beehive up to here, and I am ready to go. So uh, it was an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini that you wore for the first time today. Mm-hmm. And they basically say the same thing. I'm not going to keep saying it. No. Because uh, no, it's really don't, long. Don't. Uh, so in the locker, she wanted to stay. Now... Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Please, let's get into it. I totally get it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you were in high school, weren't you like, I'm going to wear this super cool shirt to this party. Oh, yeah. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you walk in, and within 30 seconds, you're like, why did I wear this? I'm yeah. not cool <laughs> enough to pull this off. This is insane. Why did I think wearing a checkered blazer was a good idea? Just because the kid on Parker Lewis can do it doesn't mean that I can. Oh, this yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Um, I... Uh... Will not forget mm-hmm. a dance <clears throat> where I wore black leggings and a flowy block print uh, or block colored shirt, but it was also um, black mesh on the sleeves and in two squares on the shirt. And I, looking back, think, my God, that is the worst thing anybody's ever <laughs> worn ever. The sad thing is, you wore that last Tuesday. Yeah. Well, it's gonna it make, wasn't a it's dance. Gonna make, it's gonna make a comeback. <laughs> it wasn't a dance. It was yeah. a bar. Rachel, it can't make a comeback if it was never there in the first. Place. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sorry to tell you. No, I mean, please. Are you kidding me? As a guy who walked around in like multicolored vests in high school, am, yeah. like, am I going to be make fun of you? No. We've all. But we've here's, here's our issues. There are, there are all, uh, we all have thing. pictures we're not proud of. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But I'll say this too. In when you go to try on clothes as a woman. Uh, they do something to those mirrors and yep. th- with that lighting mm-hmm. and you put something on and you're like, this looks good <laughs> on me. 
<laughs> it's either this skin tight yeah. leotard mm-hmm. looks good on me, yeah. or it's like this house dress. This looks awesome. This is perfect for my shape. <laughs> and then you get it home in real life, and you're like, what kind of Merlin type magic <laughs> did they do at the Coles? <laughs> no! She was afraid to come out in the open, and so a blanket around her she walked. She was afraid to come out in the open, and so she sat bundled up on the shore. Two, three, four, tell the people what she wore. Let's not forget, this is also 1960. Yeah. I mean, they are like 10 years out from like wearing basically burkas on the beach. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, they were. Well, that, that's like this, this, this was not uh, a bikini wearing society right. at this no, point. No, I mean, it was getting there. This is a big yeah. one, yeah. But I mean, you know. I mean, we named the bikini after an island that we nuked. So it was already pretty weird. It's, that's say. true. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah the bikini, bikini islands is where they had the, the 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 original nuke tests, and that's, oh. that's why it was called the bikini because it was leading us into the future. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once again, this has been Dan's fact corner. <laughs> Not funny, uh, <laughs> but you just got some knowledge dropped on your head. Right. So deal with that, audience. So uh, she was afraid to come out in the open. Mm-hmm. So a blanket around her, she wore. She was afraid to come out in the open, so she sat bundled up. On the sh- on the shore, um, poor poor sure word choice. Mm-hmm. Like a blanket, like I get like a beach blanket, but like maybe just a towel, like something that's not. But a towel, a towel is probably not going to cover enough. No, now but a breaking out, but thing. a beach blanket. Now like my God, it's going to be hot. Yeah, and let's not forget what's going to happen later. She's going to jump into the freezing cold water, so she's going to be yeah like 120 degrees, mm-hmm. baking under that blanket, and then directly into the into the cold water. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be a bad time. I'm trying to say you know you're gonna get hypothermia. Yeah. Here's the thing the um the most logical thing to do if you are concerned about what you're wearing is not to get changed because you did not get there in a it's a bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. I guess that's true. You got there in something else. So if you are having an issue, like a pair of capris, right? Then a sensible just, blouse. Just change back. Just change back. Yeah. But I guess at that point now you don't have a bathing suit, you know, and then everyone's gonna know. Now you're on, you're the only person on the beach who's not dressed for the beach now. You All know right. what I mean? No, I'm just I'm So just you're saying. saying like they're it's like don't embarrass me get Maybe. on this So what's what's less embarrassing and what right. raises less questions is bundling yourself up in a blanket when it's 100 degrees. Yeah, well, I guess the hope... That would... won't bring any suspicion of <laughs> that blanket. Well, possibly she's thinking that she's going to be able to work up the courage. Okay. You know, now she's under the blanket. But maybe so she's, she's drinking like, well, heavily. Sooner or later, yeah, yeah I'll be able to, 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 to... Yeah, take it out. I, I also like your theory about the abusive football-playing boyfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, do not... Listen, do, if you embarrass me in front of Rocco and Jeanette one more time... Mm-hmm. You want that letter jacket? <laughs> Do you want my letter sweater? Do not come out here dressed in normal non-beach clothes. And and God help you if you put on that Donald Duck t-shirt. <laughs> if you don't have anything, if you don't have something on that is itsy bitsy, wait for it. And teeny weeny. Then yes. I'm going to be furious. If it is not itsy bitsy or teeny weeny or both. Yeah. I those am flexible on the yellow and the polka dots. <laughs> but those two things? Right. Nope. Two of them are a deal breaker. Yeah, that's yeah. a deal breaker. But um, that means the same thing. You figure it out. You no. figure out how to make it itsy bitsy and teeny Okay? That's not for me to figure out. Right. I'm all about passes and touchdowns. <laughs> You're about itsy bitsy and teeny waiting. Now she's afraid to come out of the water.
Tell you more. There is more. I do like. But I kinda, wait, there's more. <laughs> I like how that that part keeps coming back because, like, maybe they were afraid people would be like, "Well, that's the end of that." I'm gonna turn. Oh, there's more to this song. <laughs> I was totally going to change the. There's, I couldn't the possibly off. wait the entire two minutes and thirty four <laughs> seconds for this song to end. There's no way there could be more to this story. <laughs> I've already gotten. She's out of the blanket. Yeah, that's... I mean, where? How much farther can this go? I understand it. She's filled with shame. It's 1960. Yeah. We're all good. It all makes sense. <laughs> you had me at she was afraid to come out of the locker. <laughs> First line, I was about to turn it off because yeah. I was like, "All right, I get it." Um, so she makes it perseveres, yeah. makes it to the water. Right. I'd Darts like to, into the water. Well, I would like to imagine that she stood on the shore for maybe 30 seconds mm-hmm. and was like, this is, I'm good. I'm good. This is working. This is, I don't, this is fine. This is totally fine. It's just, I'm going to go in the water. I'm going to go in the water right now. I'm going to go in the water. And she just jumped, jumped in the water. Down to, her, down to her neck. Yeah. Swim cap on <laughs> with flowers on it. She's afraid to come out of the water. I wonder what she's going to do. She's afraid to come out of the water. And the poor little girl is turning blue. My God. Um, yeah. I wonder what you're going to do. Yeah. Because she, what she's going to do is freeze to death. <laughs> and you're going to watch her, apparently, yeah. freeze to death. This probably, this song probably takes place around here somewhere, right? In the Northeast. Because uh, if you don't know, if you live, like, maybe in Florida or someplace like that, mm-hmm. uh, the water is freaking freezing cold Always. until about late August. Yeah. Right around the time the water starts warming up to a level where you could go into it, uh, fall comes and it starts <laughs> all over again. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, she's probably, <laughs> she's probably, it's like late July, swim around the water, and yeah. it is freaking freezing cold. <laughs> well, because she, she also didn't ease her way into the water. She didn't, like, stick a toe in and right. little by little walk into the ocean. Right. She, like, just jumped the hell in. Right. I mean, the only reason I think it's probably not around here is it doesn't mention anything about getting a million jellyfish things, which is the other <laughs> oh, thing that, the that likes to happen in the water around here. Well, that's um, the extended version. And so, right. And she was eaten by sharks. <laughs> here, here's what I think happened. Now she's afraid to come out of the water. I yeah. wondered what she's going to do. And somebody, somebody says that to him, and he says, no, she's got to do this herself. <laughs> Don't help her. Yeah. She's turning blue. No. Yeah. No. That's just her sense of confidence <laughs> rising. Maybe we could bring her that blanket she was wrapped no! in. No. Let her do this. It's a thermal blanket. It keeps her warm. No. She's blue. She's <laughs> It doesn't blue. matter. She's one of the X-Men. I call her Chameleon. <laughs> she changes color wherever she is. I think that's just hypothermia setting in. No, she's Chameleon. You know what, Jeanette? How about, uh, you don't tell me what hypothermia is, okay? I play football! <laughs> Two, three, four. <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to um, sum this up, mm-hmm. basically what we're looking at is from the locker to the blanket. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. From the blanket to the shore. Sure. Okay. From the shore to the water? All right, all right, all right. Is there any more? No. Guess there isn't any more. Guess there isn't any more. Oh, okay. I do, I love the fact that A, they keep telling you, hold on, there's more. Yep. (laughs) In a two and a half minute song. Wait, I'll go yet. And then they recap the entire thing. Yeah. At the end of it. (laughs) 
just just yeah. in case you didn't, just in case you missed something. What in you know? in contemporary songs they'd call the breakdown? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. They break it down. Yeah. From the locker to the blanket. <laughs> I actually love that part. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> My head goes from one side to the other. Uh, sweet. So we're gonna take a quick break, uh, and we come back with about the history of this song with story behind the story. Check out the songs of the Story Song Podcast. Find the Story Song Podcast, the official playlist, and the Story Song Podcast, the official classic playlist on Spotify to stream all the great songs we review on the show. All right, welcome back. It's time for uh, the history of this song with Storyman the Story. Uh, Michael. Yes, sir. Why don't you tell me the history of this song? Well, okay. All right. Uh, so it was uh, Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Pocket Up Bikini was um, recorded by Brian Highland and released in June 1960. Huge hit, yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, like this little novelty song. Well, it's 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 not that surprising, um, but is, is this is this is this? Uh, I'm sure we won't be able to think of it if it's not. But is this like our first like pure novelty hit? Like this is unquestionably this is like I think so. When you say the term novelty hit, this is what I think of. <laughs> I think yeah. it is. I think it's a a crossover between story song, yeah, and story song, hit. pop song, like yeah. bubblegum pop, yeah, 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 and definitely a novelty song. Well, unquestionably a novelty song. And what's what I was going to say was it's not surprising it was a hit. What's surprising to me is how long it's lasted because yeah. this is yeah. the like definition of like this is a dumb novelty song that'll be really popular for like a month, yeah, yeah. and then it'll be completely forgotten about because everyone's going to get super sick of it, yeah, like Everyone super fast. Knows song. Um. But yeah, I mean, everyone knows this song. I guess, you know, it's also indicative, like, of a time, you know, because, like, yeah. the bikini was new at the time, and so it was, like, kind of a perfect, along with, that's, like, another, like, you know, thing with novelty songs is usually they try to, like, grab onto, like, a trend yeah. <laughs> yeah. really quick. Well, know? I think this, this, I mean, I'm sure the bikini trend was starting, but I yeah. think that this sort of predated the trend because um, bikini sales... Started right, to like right. skyrocket after this song. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was because of the song or they both sort of hit at a certain moment in time. But like bikinis at the time were still considered very like scandalous, mm-hmm. right? And that's and what I mean. I you mean, wear them at home, like it, I, yeah, in your living room with all the doors locked <laughs> or the locker. But do not, by any stretch <laughs> yeah. of the imagination, think that you can go outside with them. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a good parallel, and and I can't, but. Uh, it's sort of one of the things where, like, I feel like the bikini was, like, a big news story, mm-hmm. but it still took a few years where people were willing to, like, be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to wear a bikini, yeah. like, at the beach, and it's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was like, definitely, like, a big thing, you <laughs> if know? If you're going to go swimming, you wear a six-piece suit. Right. <laughs> 50s, it would be, like, that Andre the Giant one-piece. Sure. And then... But with, um, but with, uh, cone boobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those, at that point, they could not figure out a way to make a normally shaped <laughs> breast part yeah. for uh, bathing suits. Yeah. Well, a lot, a lot of people know that actually Andre the Giant was a teenage girl in the 50s sure. who was mm-hmm. cursed by a gypsy. Yep. And that's why, <laughs> that's why he looked like that. His name is uh, actually Andrea. Right. And it, they, couldn't, they couldn't cut him out of that bathing suit. So he just wore that forever. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't get out of it. That was part of the curse. <laughs> he had to keep wearing it. Also, ironically allergic to peanuts. Yeah. Anybody? 
Yeah. Forget it. That was good. No, I got it. <laughs> Thank you. I liked it. All right. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway, Anywho. so it was Sorry. released in June of 1960. By early August of 1960, this hit number one in the U.S. Uh, it reached number eight in the U.K., mm-hmm. okay. um, where I guess the, the water is it's, oh, it's, it's colder. Yeah. It's so they're going to be like, why are, you, why are you going in the water at all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of beaches like, you know, that you hang out and swim in. Yeah. You know, there's beaches that you live your life in a lighthouse and try to stop ships from smashing into the shore, <laughs> I think. Sure. Right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Thank so you. So this is basically, though, this was like a, this is the summer song. You yeah. This was like yeah. the beginning of the, this was the, this is the song of the summer, you guys. This was the Call Me Maybe. Yeah. Of 1960. <laughs> yes. Do you think a lot of people heard this song and went, this is my jam, yo! <laughs> I think they did! <laughs> and they were like, I don't know what this means, but this is my jam! I think, yeah, I think there were a lot of uh, drunk girls at clubs in Jersey <laughs> in 1960 <laughs> going like, oh my god, Jenny, it's our song! With a drink in their hands spilling as they sure. like shouted at each other. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, four, tell my people what they wore. Yeah. It was <laughs> And somewhere in the corner, a very young Bon Jovi is taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> I see what I must do with yes. my life now. <laughs> I must make songs for these people. <laughs> So, uh, so the song was written by uh, Paul Vance and Lee Pockris. Okay. Um, oh, Lee Pockris, character from The Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> the they you might know these people, and let me tell you why. Okay. Um, they're they're both like big songwriters. They've got a bunch of, especially of this era, a bunch of songs to their credit. Uh, Lee Pockris uh, wrote uh, Broadway shows. He wrote film scores. One of the scores he wrote was uh, the subject was Roses. Uh, and he also wrote songs for Sesame Street in the 1980s. And he wrote another, uh, 60s pop hit, uh, for Shelley Fabre, uh, Johnny Angel in 1962. I love that song. (laughs) Such a great song. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, he's an angel to me. Yeah. Um, uh, Paul Vance wrote uh, a bunch. He was a big songwriter. One of his hits was "What Will Mary Say" for Johnny Mathis, also 1962. My favorite guy ever. <laughs> Johnny Mathis is awesome. Leave I don't him like alone. Johnny He's awesome. I dislike Johnny Mathis. Love Johnny Mathis. So. Anyway, hey Rachel, while we're having a private conversation, <laughs> What's up? I'm not entirely sure who Johnny Mathis is. I feel like I mix him up with is. like he sings. Um, what's his big, big Misty? Song? Yeah, Misty. Is that like play Misty for me? No. Oh, okay. Yes. Different. Well, it's the same it's song. Diff- is it? Well, it's the song. I think that. Play I think. The, I think the the, the title. I think that's no. I think it's. What is it? Referencing the song. Parenth- Michael, Michael, what is it? Parentheses yes. play. Michael, if you're going to be in this conversation. You got to whisper. I'm sorry. We're, we're whispering this <laughs> one for some reason. Um. Anyway, I hate that guy. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I on. love that guy. Okay. Anyway. Uh. As a songwriting duo, mm-hmm. uh, not only did they write It's a Bittini Weenie Yellow Polka Dot Bikini, mm-hmm. uh, they wrote the song Catch a Falling Star, um, okay. which was a big hit for Perry Como in 1957. Catch a Falling Star. No. You just started it. Yeah, I'm not doing the rest. And they wrote Playground in My Mind for Clint Holmes in 1972, another big hit. Yeah. You're just saying. I don't know that You're just saying nonsense words at this point. I will. I will not sing that for you. Okay. Uh, I don't know, but who Clint Holmes is? I don't really know but, much about him, but okay. I know the song. All right. 
John um, Holmes's <laughs> less successful brother. brother. Bald, <laughs> bald, weird looking younger brother that he puts in all of his movies. Oh, no, wait, that's Clint Howard. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. Um, yeah, but yeah. Always love a joke you got to explain. <laughs> It's it's a good song that I will not sing to you. Okay. okay. Uh, anyway, um, as a songwriting duo, they also wrote a song that we've referenced on this show, mm-hmm. Leader of the Laundromat, yeah. which was a parody of Leader of the Pack. Love it. Check uh, <laughs> check episode two. Yeah. Go all the way God. back to that. Has yeah. it been that long? It yeah. has. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, oh, yeah. Speaking of story songs, Paul Vance also wrote Run, Joey, Run. <gasps> Which is episode, I don't know, like 51 or something. Oh, I have great memories of <laughs> that of that episode. <laughs> the song is terrible. Terrible song, yeah. So this is, it really lost his fastball in the 17 years <laughs> since he wrote this one. Uh, Vance said that the, the song has made him, uh, Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini has made him millions, and he referred to it as a money machine. Well, because that... I have to say, every summer, it's in at least one commercial. Yeah, it's everywhere. For something. It's been in movies. Nair. It's been in commercials. Yeah. L- a lot of nair. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Brian Hyland uh, was the artist who recorded this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was 16 when he recorded it, and it was in 1960. Wow. Uh, he had several other top 40, top 20 hits, but this was his biggest hit by far. In the mid-60s, when music started to change with, like, the Beatles and the the British invasion, which I almost call the British Revolution, which yeah. is different. It's that the American Revolution yeah. against the British uh, 200 years earlier. Um, he, he started to change his sound a little bit. And a lot like uh, Ricky Nelson, he started doing country. He started doing folk. Um, and he had, like, a wide range of songs around this time. He did a psychedelic song called get the message guy who sang itsy bitsy teeny winnie yellow polka dot bikini psychedelic yeah okay uh and two other songs with a civil war theme mm-hmm. he's all over the goddamn yeah. place <laughs> uh so yeah he did civil war music he did psychedelic music he did a lot of stuff um he went on tour in 1963 with uh he did a lot of television appearances and tours mm-hmm. and live appearances he was uh on tour in on November 22nd, 1963, with Dick Clark and the Caravan of Stars. Sounds familiar, that day. Yeah, that's an important yeah. date. Uh, the tour, it was that's the day that President Kennedy was assassinated uh, in Dallas, and the tour happened to have stopped in Dallas on that day. Um, and he was uh, actually, they were supposed to perform that night. The concert was canceled. Um, <laughs> which the I show think was must go good. on? <laughs> But he uh, he was actually in the crowd, um, like as the president. No, he was there. Yeah. Oh my crazy. god, that's crazy! Did he see it happen, or was he? No, like, no, no. He, he was a different part. I think he said he. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say something really horrible. He was like, I don't know what happened, but they drove by real fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He he was in the crowd. Uh, he saw the motorcade. He said uh, before it turned into the plaza. Oh, so man. that's crazy. You know, moments before. Um, but he was there and he wrote a song, uh, to commemorate the day. It was called mail order gun. Uh, okay. and he included it on his 1970 album. Yikes. Um, 1970, he sat on it for seven years. Yeah. That's weird. Well, you know, process nine, it. yeah. Oh, I guess. Well, oh, you're not saying he wrote it then. He just wrote it. Right. Before. He, he released I it gotcha, on I gotcha, I gotcha. in Sorry. 1970. Um, 
Another thing about uh, Brian Hyland, mm-hmm. he uh, is a cousin through marriage of Larry from the Three Stooges. Nice. <laughs> awesome. And just Love let it. that sit for a minute. I.e. everyone's third favorite stooge. <laughs> True. <laughs> He uh, and he continues to uh, tour to this day. Nice. Um, and the summer was released uh, during the summer. This, I'm sorry, the single was released during the summer when he was in high school. And he said um, it, that it came out and went up the charts. Um, summer 1960, and then by the fall he was on the road and never went back to high school. And he finished high school. Uh, at like a school, I guess, for, he said a school for professionals in New York City with actors like Patty Duke. Wow, big time. Yeah. Ah. So as, what we were saying is we were, we were thinking like, everybody hears the song, they think that it's about a teenager, it's about an adult, like it's, the song was inspired, um, when, uh, Paul Vance, uh, saw his daughter afraid to wear a bikini in public, but I think she was like a kid at the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and I don't know if that's the same daughter who sang on Run Joey Run, oh, but that would be awesome. That would be really awesome. Yeah. So, a ki- it's a little kid in a, it's a bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. Yeah. You pervert. <laughs> well, and I mean, it's, it's not, I, I mean, I, I don't think it's, it's not the person listening who, who's the pervert. I mean, I, it, here's the thing. I get it. Uh-huh. Like a little girl has a bikini on and all of a sudden she gets nervous and doesn't want to wear it. But that's. That's different than what you think it is. You know what I mean? Like, that's a different kind of nervous than, like, a teenage girl wearing a bikini. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, and and that's, that's, there's there's nothing wrong with that version of it. It's just, like, not, I don't know. That's more of, like, a parent being like, oh, boy. This one. This kid, all of a sudden, you know, she was so hot to wear this bathing suit, and now she won't come out of the freaking locker room. Like, that's different than, like... A teenaged or young adult woman who has his bikini yeah. on and is nervous for different reasons. She was uh, all about the though. Donald Duck t-shirt, but right. now she's all about Mickey Mouse. <laughs> she won't wear anything Donald Duck. Um, but yeah. But she... Uh, I, I don't there's... think there's any indication... In the song, no. I, no, I never supposed to be a little girl. But well, there was... it says, and the poor little girl's turning blue. Yeah, but, yeah, she's, but... A, she's... You would still say... Yeah. Right. Listen, up until we... We uh, decided to do this. I thought it was a teenage girl. Yes. Well, there's also there was a performance on American Bandstand, right? Um, where Brian Hyland is singing the song, and there's it's a little like an eight year old girl, yes. who is the girl that he's talking about, sort of acting out the song um, in the most awkward way. And there's also a weird, creepy old lady in a rocking like a chair, Whistler's mother type of situation. Yeah, it's it's you, very strange. It's on YouTube. Find it. It's, it's weird. the weirdest damn thing I've ever seen. I don't understand a thing about it, but my <laughs> God, I love it. It's very strange. I mean, I would say track it down if you've ever been curious what it's like to take acid. And, <laughs> yeah. But you yeah. don't actually want to take it, but you just want to see what the effect would be like. Watch that video like 10 times in a row, and I'm <laughs> pretty strange. sure you'll get you'll get the gist of it. Because it's super weird yeah. <laughs> and it's creepy weird. and crazy. And there's a little girl in a tiny bikini. It, yeah, I that, mean, it's it's just, it's if that was on TV today, yeah. people would be arrested. Yes, yeah. like you can't do that. No, she is. I mean, it's a it's a young girl who is practically naked. It's a it's a strip of tape. Yeah, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's weird. insane. It's weird. So we saw it b- before uh, before we began doing the show. We we made a point to watch it, and 
Dan said to this is behind the curtain. Okay. Dan said to Rachel and I, "We're all seeing this, right?" <laughs> it's weird. It was it was like a weird group hallucination. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm still not entirely sure. Without being honest with you. Um. One other interesting thing um, about uh, Paul Vance, the writer, um, in September of 2006, a man named Paul Van Valkenburg um, had died, and his obituary appeared in a Connecticut newspaper, and he had claimed that he wrote this song under the pseudonym Paul Vance, um, and said that he had sold the rights years earlier as a teenager, which is why he never received royalties. Um, And then that obituary from a Connecticut newspaper got picked up by the AP and like there was this thing that oh Paul Vance the songwriter is dead and uh he yeah. uh he said I'm not <laughs> uh, yeah he he said my god they found out <laughs> <laughs> so he had to clear that up so he right. he uh you know read that he had died and cleared up that little mistake and i th- i think he said something like you know when they think you're dead they don't send money Right. So, <laughs> nice. so it's all about his royalties at that point. Um, and one other... When you read your own obituary, there's got to be like a three-minute period where you're like panicking. Right? <laughs> yeah. My like, God, maybe... We're this... like running into the wall to see if you go through it. <laughs> is this Sixth Sense? Is this Sixth Sense? <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing, the, fe- the name of the female voice on the song is uh, it's a singer named Trudy Packer. Of course it is. I know nothing else Trudy. about her. There's no other bitch. information. Yeah. <laughs> but... Oh my god, Trudy, why are you wearing that? She wasn't wearing the polka dot bikini, Michael. She was making fun of the people wearing the polka dot bikini. Trudy, why aren't you wearing the polka dot bikini? Everybody's wearing the polka dot bikini, Trudy. Ever. One, two, three, four, shut the f*** up. (laughs) (laughs) Trudy Packer. But Trudy might have been, the mean girl in this song might have been the old lady in the rocking chair on the beach. Yeah. Because that's who said the word. I'm really hoping that that, uh, that little scene that we saw... It's not supposed to be what the song is actually about. Yeah, it's so strange. If it's about a young girl and a crazy woman <laughs> in a rocking chair on a beach. Knitting, by the way. Yeah. I'm now less interested in this song. <laughs> i got to be yeah. honest with you. It's a weirdo. <laughs> it's a strange little song. Yeah. But it's summertime. It is summertime. Yeah. Yay, summer. Yay. All right. Well, on that note of summer happiness... What? Uh, we're going to take a, another quick break and we come back and talk about the lesson we learned. There's probably many of them, but we'll talk about the, the one, the most important lesson we learned from this song with Lessons Learned. We want to be friends with you, so like us on Facebook for all kinds of fun story song stuff. You and the Story Song Podcast. It's the start of a beautiful friendship. All right, we're back. It's time for lessons learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Rachel, as always, we're going to start with you. Mm-hmm. What lesson did you learn from IBTWYPDB? Well, what I learned from IBTWYPDB <laughs> Good job. was um, start with a tankini, work yeah. your way up to the bikini. Okay. What's a tankini? A tankini is like a tank top. Okay. Uh, so it covers your belly. All right. Uh, with like bikini bottoms. Okay. So tankini. Okay. It's like hmm. a two-piece, one-piece. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. A, that sounds like a drink. It's not a drink. A tankini? Yeah. I can go for a tankini right now. Could you drink a tankini, a tankini while wearing a tankini? You can drink a tankini while wearing yeah. a tankini, and then you can get tankini. <laughs> if you have too many tankinis wearing your tankini. Nice. Yeah. Michael. 
I learned um, that body issues keep the communists away. Yes. True. I'd agree true with that. that. That's true. I'd agree with that. Hate but, who you are. Yeah. Don't wear. <laughs> hate who you are. Don't love wear your a bikini. Country. Yeah. Keep away the communists. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you wear a bikini, the communists win. That's fair. That's why there's an obesity epidemic. <laughs> <laughs> Just to keep out the comments. Cold we War's hate. over, isn't we, it? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, guys, look. It's a fact of life. People have a short attention span. If you write a song, give us a recap at the end. <laughs> Remind yeah. us what happened, you know? It's kind of like the previously on on a TV show, but it comes mm-hmm. at the end and it's just for this one song and it tells you everything that happened real quick. Yeah. I'm super excited about it. <laughs> Love it. Love it. It's good because I don't, I can't remember. No. Someone's going to say, hey, what was that song about? I'm like, I don't remember. Then I go, oh, I know. It was about some girl. She went from the locker to the blanket, blanket to the shore. You know. Oh, also, another good thing is tell me when the song is over. Yeah, because I'll just <laughs> there keep isn't the... any more. Thank you. Yeah, because I'll just you, keep Brian that Adams. radio going like yeah. this, this uh, record going yep. like this. K-st, k-st. And you go, I guess that's k-st. part of the song. <laughs> it's a weird part where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> at the end, it's been playing for four days, for an hour. <laughs> it's really conceptual, but yeah. guys. But yeah, no, I'm really. Give me a wrap up of what happened, and then tell me when the song's over. Yeah, I assumed Yoko Ono produced it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're. Enjoying this on your boat, uh, yes. or, at, or the, at the beach, at the beach, or drinking a tankini in the locker room. Yes, mm-hmm. well, you get don't, the courage up. Look, don't be afraid. Put on Little a skimpy girl. outfit, <laughs> whoever you are, and just go out there. You know what? Be you. All right. <laughs> don't don't care what other people think. You do you. Exactly. Don't do anybody else. Thank you. You do you. That yeah. turned weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do someone else, the communists win. So mm-hmm. sure, don't do true. that. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McEnery. I'm Michael Gazelle. And I'm Rachel Oaks. We'll be back next week with another great story song. Thank you so much for listening. And goodbye. Bye. Bye. Guess there isn't any more. All right. We're back. So mm-hmm. what do we think, everybody? I like that one. Like you said, it's one of our later ones, and I think we, you know, hit our stride. And uh, it's just, it's fun. It's just kicky, especially for summer. Yeah. It's just kicky. It's a good summer like, song. Like an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. It's kicky. Yeah, like a yeah, yeah. Uh, heavy wool blanket in the summer. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. warming. That's right. Sure, absolutely. Well, um, there were two things. One, I liked. Uh, I mentioned that. The bikini was named after the Bikini Islands, yes. where uh, they did the nuclear tests, uh, which was a classic Dan, uh, not funny, but a fact. Uh, <laughs> Dan, that's my new segment, uh, Dan's on Funny Facts. I just tell you something that's true. There's no joke behind it. Um, and then the other thing, of course, is going back and listening to these episodes is great, is the uh, the reference of Call Me Maybe as a contemporary song. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, when I heard uh, that, it was like, oh, oh, it's like uh, the Call Me Maybe of 1960, whatever it right, was. Right, right, right. Like, yeah. It was like, oh, I guess, yeah, that, that was a summer song. Right. But now, I mean, whatever the popular song of today could be called the Call Me Maybe of oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, had our, we had our finger on the pulse back then, <laughs> and then now, now it's ridiculous. I have no idea. I don't even know if um, it was on the finger was on the pulse back then. I don't even know when Call Me Maybe came out. But I, I actually... Rachel, you're completely wrong, because I'll tell you what. What? I love the song of the summer. 
What is Which, it? Which, of course, is Kate Bush's yeah. <laughs> um, running up that hill. That's a good point. <laughs> so... Uh, it isn't. It isn't so much my fingers on the pulse as that inexplicably my finger was over here and the the nation's pulse moved yeah. over to my finger. I don't know how that happened. You, the pulse at long it. last uh, yes. caught up with you. Yeah, you know it's gonna be hilarious when we re-release mm-hmm. this re-release yes. in ten years, yeah. and the joke you make about Kate Bush's song being the song oh, of the summer God. is gonna make no sense again. I just love the the complete creative bankruptcy of us releasing. <laughs> A classic episode of a classic episode <laughs> yes. when we just do not care anymore. That's it's gonna right. Be great. It's turning into an MC fun. Escher painting. Just keep going. You know where it ends. <laughs> we should do that. We should just keep releasing it every year until there's That's like right. nine intros before before the actual episode starts. It's a five hour epic. Oh, it'll be awesome. All right. Well, All right. when you listen back Thanks. to it, you'll just be like, "I'm sorry. Was this the summer of 1984? What is happening?" <laughs> I don't understand. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, this has been a classic episode. Um, come on back for another great episode, new or classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, it'll always be a good time. Um, if you can follow us on the socials like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, that would be great. And if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you leave your podcasts or, every, or, or listen to your podcast or, le- or leave them. You got to leave them somewhere. Um <laughs> So come on back for another great story song. Um, Please enjoy the summer. Uh, We hope you're having a good one out there. And soak up the sun, as uh, Michelle Crow once told us. Uh, I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. Find him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at storysongpodcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. The Story Song Podcast is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Go to pantheonpodcasts.com. Thanks for listening. It's the Story Song It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.